If you're not careful and no clip out of reality in the wrong areas, you'll end up in the back rooms where it's nothing but the stink of old moist carpet, the madness of mono yellow, the endless background noise of fluorescent lights at maximum hum buzz, and approximately 600 square miles of randomly segmented empty rooms to be trapped in. God save you if you hear something wandering nearby, because it sure as hell has heard you. This quote is from May 12, 2019, on a thread that was posted on 4chan, asking others to post disquieting images that feel just off. One of the pictures posted was of a slightly tilted picture of a dirty yellow room with wallpaper showing a large empty space. And this was the back rooms. An entire mythology grew from this one picture. And a filmmaker named Kane Pixels, or Kane Parsons, in 2020 made a series of short films posted only on YouTube exploring this one idea. I am intrigued by anyone who can take just a simple idea and expand it and create an entire universe from it. Let's face it, we live in a time of reboots and reimagining established films. So it's encouraging to me to see someone with vision and ambition trying something completely new. So will Glenn agree with me? Well, we'll find out as we explore the back rooms on Movies Will Save the World. Welcome to Movies Will Save the World. My name is Glenn Cooper. And I'm Chris Peterson. And Chris, today we are discussing the... Uh, it takes a little bit of a while to describe what we're talking about here, but um, the 2022... Uh, 2022... Maybe <laughs> maybe a bit of a Freudian slip uh, as we get into this movie. <laughs> 2022 set of short films uh, uh, independently created by uh, Kane Parsons, um, and these can be found on YouTube. His YouTube channel is Kane Pixels. And it is a series of, of films based on backrooms. So we're, we're uh, I think we're just calling this backrooms. So 2022 backrooms. Um, and yeah. uh, Chris, this was your pick. And I know some of uh, what you had talked about is it's interesting to see what people are doing who are, you know, the, you know, YouTube and, and it's the same for music, but, you know, the ability for independent folks out there to kind of get into, you know, making their own movies, making their own music, um, you know, creating their con their own content, etc. 
um, the price point to do that has gone down so much that we see a bunch of new interesting people getting into um, the field. Um, and at the same time, um, that creates a saturation out there. So, you know, sometimes there's too much content to sift through and, and find uh, the things that <laughs> yeah. really stand out. So anyway, I'll, I'll shut up here because, Chris, this was your um, submission. And I think we so, sort of settled on the theme of kind of new indie, new independent, um, you know, different from what we might have seen in, you know, the 70s and how that changed film and then in the 90s uh you know and and how that changed film um and now we are in this this age of uh youtube and and other content creators out there creating um interesting new things so um chris tell me why um what what drew you to this and and what made you wanted to what made you want to put this up especially because it you know arguably breaks our format and that this is you know it's a series of short films it's published yes. on youtube it's it's not a you know hollywood movie you know that kind of thing um okay and i promise to shut up now i will <laughs> <laughs> now there'll be there'll be you'll have plenty of opportunities to uh you know i'll, I'll make room for you on this episode <laughs> yeah because um, you're gonna go deep right <laughs> to, to do your thing <laughs> to riff or whatever yeah um, all right so this is all right um I realize that, um, you know, we, we've done, you know, some pretty interesting indie movies mm-hmm. um, already. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, but indie films are still essentially produced um, sure. in the same fashion in many ways that any other mm-hmm. movies produce. The, the yeah. difference is there may not be, there may be smaller budgets. Mm-hmm. Uh, there may be, um, you know, it's one person's vision versus a lot of executives making decisions, yeah. you know, and they're not starring huge names necessarily. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's all pretty kind of do it yourself. Indie filmmaking is still very close to, you know, the process of making a film, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you know, yeah. the other way. Right. Yeah. So this is, this is, this is taking it a different way. Yeah, and just sorry to jump in, but I think no. the point you're making here is like whether it's a quote unquote indie film or not, you still have the same processes you have to go through. You've got to get, you know, backers and funding and you've got producers <laughs> and people that sign on and, and they're gonna give you notes and, and all of that kind of thing, versus something like this that is a completely independent vision of one person you know or 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 maybe a a collective of people that are trying to tell a story the way that they want to tell it without any of that other um stuff that can dilute the the vision of of the person the creative behind it that that wants to tell that story right you know and this is this is this is um you know and i and you know and the other thing is i'm i realize you know i'm kind of maybe pushing (laughs) <laughs> expanding our definition of you know movie um mm-hmm. which, which you know we i would we say so whether or not whether or not and i i'm willing to open up that discussion if i uh-huh know, if, if we find that it's interesting um but also i mean this is literally i think most of this movie was kind of made in like this one guy's room you know what i mean yeah. i mean he's yeah. working the music the 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 story everything i mean he 
he probably i mean i've I started listening to an interview with him, and it was like mm. two hours long, and I was just mm-hmm. like, I don't have time to do this, which probably would have been <laughs> helpful, but I did other things. In fact, this is, <laughs> in, in the history of our podcast, this is the most research I have ever done. It makes Primer, primer <laughs> okay. looks simple by comparison. So this is going to be an interesting episode, <laughs> because in the history of our podcast, this is the least amount of research I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, this is going to be a lot of you explaining to me the things that I don't get about this. <laughs> but right. I, and uh, and, act, and actually, I I was going to break this podcast down into three sections because okay. I had to put some kind of parameters on it because yeah. it's like it's 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 it doesn't it doesn't fit the normal mode of like we have three act. Yeah story right um and this is not an anthology type movie right you know it's not like different Mm -hmm, you -hmm. know it it actually does have a story and it's it's you know um i'm gonna it is is actually a linear story when you piece it together i'm gonna Um, need you to explain that to me so what what I'm going to do here, Glenn, is I am, okay. I'm going to and this there there'll be parts for you to talk to. Um, <laughs> so I, I first want to describe. Um, well, let, let me. All right, I, I think the first step is I'm very briefly going to t- tell us what 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 the backrooms is, yeah. and then why I became yep. interested in this particular urban internet mythology mm-hmm. um and i'm not going to go much into like um who 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 the creator is and things like that because i don't know you know yeah I just yeah. <laughs> um and or but then discuss kind of what the story is and then kind of like how did it how did did it work for you i mean i think that's yeah. probably the i think that's probably the the points of reference so yeah um, this, what the back rooms is, I, I got to make sure I'm saying it back room. Um, <laughs> we talked about this at the see. end of Patton, right? Yeah. It's not bathrooms, it's back yeah. rooms. <laughs> <laughs> so there's actually a starting date. It was, um, May 12th, 2000, 2000 yeah, 2019, um, huh. May 12th, 20, 2019, mm-hmm. it's from a, a, a four a 4chan board. Everything's from 4chan. Um, where an anonymous user posted the, 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 the question, <laughs> what's that? They're all Sorry. anonymous, I know. This is all 4chan, you know, they're all right. anonymous. Yeah, yeah, go on. <laughs> I know, I, I, I spend zero time on 4chan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same. A good, I think that's the way to live. But I agree. <laughs> um, so the idea was post disquieting images that feel just off that's what it was and the and the mm. first photo of the backrooms was uploaded and it rep, and it was a it was a slightly it was kind of an askew <laughs> image mm-hmm. of like a yellow of like a yellow colored hallway mm-hmm. um, of just like it looks like an empty like office space with these like crappy yellow wallpaper and yeah. um fluorescent lighting mm-hmm. and it it described you know very briefly like how you get there is you no clip from mm-hmm. our world into this 
this this this kind of pocket dimension and that's where it started and anyone who has been playing first person shooters since the uh late 90s will know what no clip means but you know for anyone who has it no clip basically means you yeah please explain because you you know it a lot better than i do (laughs) it basically means you, you your character is able to sort of slip through the walls um that encompass sort of the 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 map or the maze or wherever you are so it's sort of like whoops i fell into this empty space and now i'm somewhere different or i can you know in video games it would be like you would turn no clip on and you could walk through the walls and move around the map and that kind of thing so um anyway and i think yeah so obviously it's a and i think in this mythology right it's more like Oops! You stepped on one particular point and suddenly found yourself in a completely different location, right? Yeah, and and, and so that's that's it. I mean, that's where it started. Yeah. Um, and um, I f- I found out about it maybe a year later. Mm-hmm. Um, about this this thing called the back rooms mm-hmm. uh, and, and i think i was reading some um you know the uh scp um wiki the that whole world of um you know uh, secure uh, contain protect that those all those stories do you know what i'm talking about i sure don't <laughs> <laughs> All right, this, this is a lot harder this is, than I thought. I know, right? This is going into an area of the internet that I'm not... I thought I was somewhat internet savvy, but clearly there's a lot that I've missed over the last few years. So, right? Um, I think... I mean, the, the truth is this movie is going to be a lot of that, too, because it, it yeah. goes in all sorts of directions. But to tighten it up here... Um, uh-huh. You know, these are stories that there, there's this secret organization that um, finds anomalies around the Earth, mm-hmm. and the, to protect society from all this weirdness, they they either you know secure it, contain it, or and to protect protect uh, to protect us from it. SCP, um, and it could be monsters, it could be a talking toaster, it could be all <laughs> sorts of like people just contribute these like really clever stories, and it's, it's not like it's very yeah. like open-ended you know anyone yeah. can contribute something to this you know you know like slender man or something right yeah, yeah I mean, it's right, like right, just, right just put just creepy pastas and stuff what, like that one one of my um one of my kids um our youngest um <laughs> i feel like this is about 50 percent of the youtube content that he consumes which is just like these you know yeah, like these stories about, you know, this supernatural or, like you said, creepypasta and, and, and that kind of thing. Like, here's these theories or here's a story. Um, and it all ties into kind of this bigger mythos, right? So everything sort of yeah has some connection point to things that, you know, um, assumed uh, understanding um, and into a, a, a greater world of, of content that people are creating. So, yeah. Right. And and this is a this is the kind of thing I like in general. Like I studied mythology in mm-hmm. college years. And and you learn that like Greek or Norse mythology, it's like there's not like a canon of it. Meaning right. like people people contribute their own stuff to it. So in mm-hmm. one case this god has this power, but another story, you know, he doesn't mm-hmm. and it 
something happened this way and something happened that way. So everyone's kind of throwing all this stuff together and you kind of get a general idea of what this is like. Um, but the specifics can vary. Um, and, and this is what has happened in, in this whole thing called the back rooms. It, mm-hmm. it's, it's just this kind of, you know, um, you know, this, this, this kind of pocket, like I said, like a pocket universe that mm-hmm. exists in this a- endless array of, you know, corridors and, and, mm-hmm. and empty spaces. Um, and then people have expanded it to like, there's different levels of it and they add all sorts right. of other stuff. So I, I'm going to like go on like basically how I was introduced to it is, is, and, and what, um, Kane Parsons has done is it, it looks more just like it's this one one dimension, this one space. Sure. And how I got why this seems so interesting to me, and this is kind of the the lead up to this, <laughs> um, is that there there's a um, there's a type of photography that I I've always been well I've always been interested in before I knew it had a name mm-hmm. <laughs> what it was called was liminal photography. Hmm. Um, and I, I've tried to uh, create liminal photography Instagram pages with like mm-hmm. zero success. They're just not popular. But I know other people have like these insanely popular liminal um, pages, and I'm like, how do I do that? But it, but I re- it's it's the photography that captures kind of the eeriness mm. of like. Um, a place that was created by humans. Uh-huh. So this, you know, so this, you know, so, you know, like you could go out into nature and be alone and, and mm-hmm. think oh, the mountains are wonderful and beautiful and creation's great. Lim- liminal space is like the kind of opposite feeling um, where you, you're, you're in this space that was created for humans and mm-hmm. designed for humans and, and doesn't have any people in it. <laughs> it's right. just you. Um, and it, it's it's this feeling of eeriness. Now, if that's something that you know you never personally experience, um, something like the back rooms will seem kind of boring because it's just like, <laughs> well, whatever. Um, but like, I actually do feel that way. And part of yeah. that is like when I was when I was when I was little and I was a young boy growing up in the Midwest, um, which is you know kind of a liminal place anyway. <laughs> 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 it's. <laughs> um, like I spent time as a kid, like so. My my um, my father he worked in this in this 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 huge uh, church as as a youth pastor, mm-hmm. and sometimes I'd have to go to work with him because no one right. could take care of me. This was either there was like a day off from school or whatever, um, and I would just wander through the church mm-hmm. by myself and go into like the, you know these huge like rooms like a sanctuary or a big uh, res- you know like a like a reception type room and you know obviously when you know you're you're used to the church being you know noisy and full of people mm-hmm. and things like that but when it was empty it was creepy it mm-hmm. really was made me feel weird as a little kid right um and the, and the same thing when my grandma she was a docent at a at this, it, it's called the American Swedish Institute, which is this gigantic mansion in Minneapolis. And I would go with her sometimes. And then at night, um, when the building was empty, again, I would just like explore these rooms like by myself. And, and, and again, it was, it, was, it yeah. was a very odd feeling. You know, so I've kind of it, always had that. It, it makes me think of The Shining, where 
you have this well, huge exactly. hotel, yep. right? <laughs> and especially the scenes of, um, oh gosh, what's the boy's name? Is it, it's not Tommy. Danny. Is it? Danny. Danny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Danny. You know, he's like roll. You know, yeah, he's cranking down hallways yep. with his big wheel and and stuff like that. You know, yeah, it's this huge space that. And, and I looked up the definition here um, <laughs> because I was curious. You know, and one of the things it says, often depicting a place that might have been busy once but is now empty. Um, and that weird contrast, you know, and, and maybe this is part of what makes it unsettling to us as human beings is my expectation for this place is that it is full of activity, but it is currently not. And that is weird and unsettling and not what I would have expected, you know. Yeah, it, it it there's something. It just, I mean, I, I have no better, I have no better or articulate way to mm-hmm. say it than it, it just feels creepy. It's yeah. an eerie. It it makes me feel like almost dread. Mm-hmm. Um, the Shining is a perfect example. You know, I mean, obviously this idea existed before before right, the right. internet. Um, <laughs> we're we're, mo- we're movies like. The Shining, or another Kubrick movie like The End of 2001, A Space Odyssey, mm-hmm. where, um, you know, he's, David's back, you know, and in, in he's he's in this space where he's an old man, and everything's kind of off. It's, mm-hmm. it's nothing's, it's not exactly how it should be. Um, and it makes it really creepy to watch that. So, yeah. Um, so that that is that has always been kind of I didn't have a word for it or a name for it. I just mm. knew that like movies like The Shining felt scary to me, in part because of the physical space and mm-hmm. the dimensions of the building. And Kubrick himself designed the sets and the and to not make sense. Like mm-hmm. there's impossible rooms in The Shining, mm. um, which you know we should obviously someday talk oh. about that, but. I, I don't um, know why. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure we'll get there. <laughs> um, so anyway, that that yeah. that's kind of my interest in this, and and related to that, uh, you know, specifically think of the 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 time that this kind of was introduced to culture, or whatever you want mm-hmm. to call it, um, was during the pandemic. Yeah, the pandemic yeah. was a weird time in many ways oh yeah Uh, but one is that there's a lot of empty buildings that should have been you know very true um yeah i mean schools were shut down churches were shut down malls Mm -hmm. i mean everything was kind of empty and i think that in part made this a um like an interest to people it it Mm. it came about at the right time Mm -hmm. um you know this like i said this idea has already existed you know like at the like that like in in, in inception like when they went down mm-hmm. drilled down to like the third level of dreams or whatever where it's just this gigantic <laughs> city mm-hmm. you know that they just lived in i mean that's the that's the, you know why again that movie i think is so interesting and cuz it 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 gave it you know it's 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 like dread you know mm-hmm. horror maybe is not exactly how I describe it, but um, yeah. So anyway, although, there's lots of examples of it um, yep. pre-existing, the, you know, this this photograph. But mm-hmm. um, I think that's why it kind of caught on, and people have taken it in different directions. And I think, um, and I, I, you know, I 
before I jump into kind of what this story is, uh, I didn't know if you had any thoughts about or any experiences where you kind of, if, if that's something that you even like, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I, I kind of think, you know, some people probably don't really, you know, care about or think about like, no, I have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about. I just don't feel that way when I'm in an empty airport at night. I just don't think about it. Um, I don't like it. It's a good question. And, you know, I, what I was about to say is, and something I haven't thought that much about before, and I wonder if that is the answer for me personally right there, in that um, I get what you mean, and I get what, you know, that um, kind of jarring, or not even jarring, but sort of like tilted, you know, um, uh, experience can be like. Um, um I don't I'm trying to think. I don't know if I experience that you know a, as extreme as say dread. Um I do know that you know when I experience that there is a heightened state of anxiety or like you know it's almost like uh, maybe part of it is just like <laughs> being alone anywhere it, it it like heightens your what could happen sense right when yeah. you know there are other right. people around you you're like well i'm safe because that person's there too you know um right and so there is something about like yeah i'm in a train station and there's literally no other person here so my mind starts going through all of the horror movies that I've seen, all of the <laughs> stories that I've heard as a kid, you know, all the ghost tales and things like that. Ghost tales? Ghost stories? <laughs> ghost. It's like the new duck tales. It's ghost tales. Anyway, <laughs> life is like a something. I don't know. Glenn's ghost tales. <laughs> Glenn's ghost tales. Oh, shit. New podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but anyway, so, you know, like, it is so funny how we as human beings so quickly, you know, uh, revert back to the things that, you know, the, the stories that we hear and the things that scare us and, and, and just the absence of other people heightens that, you know, and, and part of what I got when watching this is even when you have a group of kind of the researchers as they're moving through this empty space, um, even though when there are multiple of them, that, that sense is still there, you know, what are they going to find? What are they going to encounter? Um, and you know, there, I know there's a scene in this movie where one gets separated from the others, you know, and it's just like, yeah. Oh my God, <laughs> like anxiety is through the roof at this point. So, um, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It, and it's a different, it's a different experience to like, not that I would ever do this in a million years, but like go camping by yourself. Oh God. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that, that sounds so horrific to me for so many reasons, but yeah. you know, but even with, you know, you're still within, you know, that for instance, <laughs> nature isn't endless. I mean, there, there's, there's civilization somewhere where the back rooms doesn't take that for granted. Sure. It, it seems like an, an, like an endless, maze of just nothing 
Yeah, and that I think that in the, and that you you know you maybe you you maybe have hope that there's something, um, but but signs you, of any sort of comfort is not there. Right. So I I don't know if I don't no know if or anything. I don't know if this helps the point that we're trying to make, or 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 not, and <laughs> it may cut it out if it doesn't go anywhere, but. Um, there is a certain amount of our safety as people that we take for granted, you know, and I, and I was oh, thinking yeah, about sure. this recently and, uh, we, our family went and visited Crater Lake, um, in Oregon and, you know, the barrier between the walkway that you're on and just almost a direct fall down to probably your death is so small and um and i've had this experience on hikes and things like that and there's like a certain amount of faith that you put into oh this is a marked trail it oh yeah should be safe you know but it's not you know and and you come encounter (laughs) of the you know you come face to face to the with those things and like that's where I get, <laughs> I get freaked out. I'm like, uh, no, it's not safe. It's not safe. We need, you know, we need to like stay back off the trail and, and that kind of thing. Again, I don't quite know how that ties to what we're talking about here, but it, it seemed, I don't know. So I, again, I think it seems like it ties into that notion of like, well, other people are doing it. Therefore it must be safe because somebody, some authority has decided that this is cool, <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, I, I, I think that's, you know, that's why, you know, I have been <laughs> lost, <laughs> lost mm-hmm. in the woods and finding a trail. It's like, ah, hope there's been right. a human, you know, here before. And that's mm-hmm. somewhat, um, you know, that's kind of like, okay, this must lead to somewhere, right? Somewhere. And, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but there are, of course, the other inherent dangers of, you know, the world um, right. out there. Um, and this, this again, I think why this is considered horror, like, um, and, and there's lots of movies that, that we like that have elements of this sort of, you know, like, like, like just like an alien, the empty ship and there's mm-hmm. this thing roaming around. I mean, that, that's, that's again, the suspense of what the hell is this and, mm-hmm. you know, are we safe anywhere? Um, yeah. so I can um, I can break down now, kind of the story, okay. and fill fill in some of the blanks that maybe will make it a yeah. more enjoyable experience for you. Now, now that um, we've talked about existential dread and um, some of those fun <laughs> things, let's talk about the movie. <laughs> yes, and I I think that's yeah. I mean, I think that's part of. I mean, so so this is one individual's version of the back room right okay so mm-hmm. it's you know there's no, there's no canon it's just like whatever you want to make it so he's kind of mm-hmm. put a plot to it and he's done it in a clever right. way by um releasing little films um mm-hmm. some have um you know some are just like these weird montages of stuff <laughs> and some of them mm-hmm. are he does a, he has generated a lot of um you know uh computer you know um, yeah magic where it looks yeah that these places are generated you know in on his laptop or whatever yeah can i just interject one thing i know we're trying to get through kind of what 
happens through these films, but I, how he created this, I am at such a loss, and I am. I know it's it's you know while it's stunning. While I am not in any way an expert in this field, I know enough to know that what he has done is ridiculously impressive. Um, in the fact that it so much of this is computer generated. So yeah. anyway, I'll and that's yeah. Save that comment, but <laughs> but let's keep going. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, I I, I forget sometimes um, when you're watching these little movies that mm-hmm. you know this is, you know, <laughs> it's it's fake. Um, so anyway, right. that and and there's even one movie that has actual humans acting in it. But that's so. <laughs> so this, it's just like this hodgepodge of different little little movies that tell one mm-hmm. story. And the story is mm-hmm. that there's this company, um, and it, it starts. Off, it, there, there's a timeline. It's it goes from 1982, I think, to 1996. Um, and, mm-hmm. and, and the movies were not released in chronological order, so they're all over mm-hmm. the place. So you can either you know watch them the way he released them to the world or that there is an actual chronology so i'm just going to use the story in you know in that chronology and Mm -hmm. there's a there's a company somewhere in california called async who was was experimenting Mm -hmm. um with (laughs) electromagnetic energy or something and they inadvertently discovered this portal to this this world (laughs) of blank hallways and stuff yeah and they had some, um, it's like this infinite space, you know, the back rooms. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And he added some other components to it. Like, you know, we talked about, I think, in the beginning, like, you no clip into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there's lots yeah. of, you know, weird, weird stuff in there. So each, each movie is another little piece of the puzzle to what's, what's happening. Um, mm-hmm. You know, this company seems to be trying to sell this world <laughs> um, yeah, a, a, yeah. as a place to shove all our problems in, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, like racism. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, no, I don't think they solved that one. No, <laughs> more like storage space, diabetes, um, <laughs> things like that. No, it's like for. It looks like for pollu- pollution and like overpopulation, uh-huh. right? Anyway, yeah, so there's yeah. that kind of side story. So as they explore this place, they found out it's kind of dangerous. Um, yeah, there's yeah. there's like there's like monsters in there. Um, there mm-hmm. seems to be this bacteria that you can, you know, gets, you know, into your into your you know body. Um, mm-hmm. And also, there's these time skips. So time seems mm-hmm. to be a, a very unstable thing, where, where people like kind of glitch in and out of yeah. of the of the time frame. And um, mm-hmm. and you know, like I said, some of these movies are like almost like corporate made, you know, commercials right, kind right. of, you know, for for mm-hmm. inner office stuff or to sell you know mm-hmm. to the u.s government um and then a lot of it's found footage material which is the computerated computerated is that a word now a computer generated <laughs> for uh, our purposes yes yeah, computerated <laughs> um that shows people exploring it and the kind of weird right. stuff they find in there so they'll find like a body and a, or a car mm-hmm. or, or or something right and it just it adds to the more of the 
you know, suspense. That's and and that's where the horror element really comes in. It's it's mm-hmm. it has more to do with just the oddness of the place, like yeah. how you shouldn't be there, and like why is this place there? And it seems yeah. to be that the async company is you know trying to remodel it and form it to a livable space, mm-hmm. but. Um, they abandon it at some point it looks like and the story doesn't really explain why other than there's like yeah. some, some crazy stuff in there um so what so, what i like yeah sorry, sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> no sorry no sorry no sorry um <laughs> what <laughs> what i like so much about or you know about how this is set up is um that idea of the you know we're presenting this sort of found footage angle um, where you get the you know anxiety and the fear and the horror aspect to it but also putting it in the context of like oh it's a corporation and how can we exploit this and how would we market it right and how would we <laughs> right. onboard our new employees to it and, and that kind of thing I yeah I yeah I, it adds those little touches um, yeah yeah and and I think I think that's such a fun place to to play because it it allows you to not only create a tension-filled viewing experience, but also there's sort of a subbtle, maybe sat- satirical and satire is probably not the right word, but sort of a subtle commentary on the you know more commercialized um, aspect of again it gets back to like what would actually happen, right? Yeah. Oh, this corporate entity has discovered this ridiculous thing <laughs> right yeah how can we make money off of it of yeah, course that's what they would fi- do yeah i mean they're tr- they're they're trying to find f- you know it's like this parallel story they're trying to find funding and you know but yeah. it's a scientific <laughs> exploration but it's also yeah. a commercial venture um right and and it's just this strange place you know this this pocket dimension or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. that they've inadvertently <laughs> opened up and they're trying to figure out what to do with it and he he kind of you know it's like i said that they're even even in chronological order it doesn't mm-hmm. it's almost like it doesn't matter you know what i mean yeah like, you, you could watch it almost in any order you know it's almost do the same thing um well, hey can we pause on that for a moment because i i was you know i think and, and I'm sure we'll touch on this later, but, um, you know, I think one of the last uh, short films in the chronological is one of the first things that he did. Yes. And, you know, I did appreciate the order in which we watched it, which sort of set up the, you know, here is the company. Here's what was it? What are they called? Apex or um, um, Async? It's not Apex. Yeah. Async. Async. Yes. Yeah. Um, and a bunch of those previous films that kind of set up what they're trying to do and establish some uh, almost a foothold in this thing that they yeah, have discovered exactly. Um, you know, and they, that, and they then we get that, yeah, yeah, and then we get later on where it's sort of like you know <laughs> the side effects of 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 what has been done, and that's the other thing that I just wanted to comment on for a moment here is um 
some of the details that I thought were um, fun to observe in this is, again, you know, the the reality of what someone would actually do in the real world. Like, like, like let's accept the premise of <laughs> right. the back rooms, and then what would you do <laughs> based on that, right? Yeah. You know? And you see them, like, walling things off and setting up cameras and right. let's, you know, set up motion detectors and let's <laughs> set up... Uh, ways to make sure that we can find our way back home and, and all of that kind of thing. And I thought, you know, from an imagination standpoint, what I really appreciated about this is, you know, it, it went to that level of we're, redu- we're introducing a ridiculous premise as a starting point, and then we are bringing it back into practicality and rationalization you know what would rational humans do given this ridiculous premise to start with um i thought that was i thought that was fun which is actually i mean that's pretty impressive for the 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 creator that he actually attended to those (laughs) subtle details i mean that's that 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 actually i mean that (laughs) i mean i don't want to harp on you know the idea like this is like you know, a young man who's you know mm-hmm. still in high school, coming up with all this stuff. Um, but I mean, yeah. it's pretty, it's it's pretty sophisticated. I mean, it's like, like man, that's like, you know, I should I should judge it, of course, just on the merit of itself, right? That it's like it's it's interesting or not interesting, no matter who makes it. But I can't help yeah. but, but sometimes think like, damn, that's like. <laughs> but okay, <laughs> that's so here's impressive. Here, the. It, it absolutely is, and I don't want to lose sight of that, but here's the question that comes to mind, Chris. Um, when you were in high school, um, <laughs> did you not sit around with your friends and hypothesize on whatever given topic yeah. and like try to break it down into the most minute detail, that's, right? That's yeah, th- yeah. I guess that was. I mean, we were we are, we were all geniuses back then, right? And yeah, exactly, pretty exactly. Much, pretty uh, the the number of times that my friends and I solved all of the world's problems at a Denny's goddamn table, just drinking coffee, not buying food. Our check at the end of the night was like 79 cents because we just got one coffee and refilled it. You know? Um, yeah. Oh my gosh. So, okay. So yep, to your I'm, point, yeah, there, <laughs> there, 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 there is, um, yeah, like you're, that, that's, but, that 17 year old mind, um, yeah, like yeah, it's pretty grandiose too, for sure. It, well, and 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 what what I guess you know, bringing it back down to this movie, what it, and actually not this movie, but just on this subject, what I wonder about is like, <clears throat> is that freedom from studio executives mm-hmm. and commercial concerns and what is going to be marketable. And all of that, you know, does that help breed the creativity that allows someone like this with this vision unencumbered with those things to go into, you know, to give space for those thoughts? You know, what would somebody do? What would a commercial organization do? Of course they would create marketing material. Of course they would create 
onboarding material. Of course, they would try to commercialize this discovery. Of course, they would have these other practical ways of dealing with, um, again, the accepted premise that we start with, and then what do rational people do um, from there? I I, I don't know. There's a bit of projection going on here because um, neither of us can get into the mind of... uh, uh, Kane Parsons and and what is behind this, but um, like I, that may be part what of it. The closest thing, I mean, I it seems like he was influenced by um, you know uh, two thousand one a space odyssey in some way. At least that mm-hmm. seems there mm-hmm. seems to be fingerprints of it. Um, and I was mm-hmm. thinking of the scene on the moon. And if you haven't seen two thousand one space odyssey, I. <laughs> Well, I don't know why. This you're... is our obligatory spoilers. <laughs> Hold on for a I minute. Mean... Come back in 30 seconds. But, like, when they find the uh, monolith on the moon and they kind of have mm. this little area set up and they're, like, you know, just trying to be careful and then they, yeah, um, you know, they, you know, take pictures of it and stuff. But mm-hmm, it, 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 was, mm-hmm. it was, some of it was reminiscent of that. Like they find something and you, like something weird and you build this whole sort of structure on it to study right. it and, keep, and be safe and all that. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's, that's definitely an element of like them trying to explore the back rooms. Um, right. Which, which again, I, th- I think um, for me is like, and, and like you said, I mean, it's like, it seems to be, these are the reasonable precautions that, um, you should do yeah. when you're confronted with a mystery, um, or, you know, <laughs> and you're scientists, right? And they, the fact they wore the hazmat suits and things like that is like, yeah, I mean, that's yeah, what you, that's what you should, that's what you should do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I maybe just to sort of recap here and 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 close this out. Um, you know, it starts with this organization. They find this discovery. They get introduced into the back rooms. They start exploring it. Um, things happen um and then you know it's sort of an exploration from that point on in the company trying to figure out how to utilize this space and potentially commercialize it or whatnot um (laughs) and we get to many scenes that we will talk about um that introduce the threats and dangers um of the back rooms um, beyond just the fact that it is an infinite space, yeah, yeah, um, and yeah, and then it ends. Yeah, and then, <laughs> which exactly. I'll have more to say about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't. Um, yeah, the the ending is is left. <laughs> yeah, left as 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 you wondered is is that it? <laughs> mm-hmm. And for now, that is it. But I do have the yeah, sense right. that this is a story that will continue, even though I, I don't know that for sure. It could this that could have been the last thing, or it does seem to be like there's more story here to tell. So right. only mm-hmm. we'll we'll yeah. find out. Yeah. Uh, so Glenn, I've, <laughs> I've I've done way more talking than I like would you know, like to do. Um, but that it one to like show off like how much research I did to make this movie make any sense. And there's lots of little tidbits there that actually help me understand there's yeah. a story here. Uh-huh. Um, but but the, I mean the, the the question is even I mean I I have to tip my hat to um, Kane Parsons for for putting together a very clever 
um, an intricate little story. But the, the the bottom line really is, you know, did it work? I mean, did mm-hmm. you find this type of filmmaking or this, you know, whether it's this, I guess this is the only example we've used, but do, do you think this type of, this story and this type of filmmaking is is an effective and interesting way um, to make a movie. So, yeah, I, I think um, if that's the question, yes, I think so. Um, I think that, you know, I was not familiar with the backroom's lore. Um, my right. kids were. <laughs> my kids helped explain <laughs> it to me. Um uh, you know, and the idea of sort of putting out these little, you know, between sometimes as short as a couple of minutes, sometimes as long as, you know, 15 minutes or so, um, right. little short films, um, is, is interesting. I, I think, you know, I, I wouldn't want to take anything away from kind of the creative, you know, vision behind that, um, where my challenge is with this is that I didn't. So first, I, I guess I'll just finish the thought. Because I didn't know any of the the lore, um, and partly probably because of the limitations of this one person kind of doing it all on their own, um, and sort of metering metering it out um, over time, you know. I had a problem. I had a hard time connecting with sort of a story arc. Um, it was helped by right. sort of putting it in the order that you shared with me. Um, but you know, I, I when the last short film ended, <laughs> my response was, "Is that it? Is there more?" Yeah, I know. <laughs> Where do we end? Right? You know. <laughs> Um, yeah, you texted me that, and I could tell by the tone of your text was like, "Am I, am I missing something? Did, you did I miss a video? Is there one? Yeah, that wraps you, did us you up? send me yeah. everything? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, you know. So I thought it was an it was an interesting watch, um, but I did feel like it was, um, you know, missing. Um, anything a little bit more definitive, you know, I, I don't need, you know, I, I don't need movies to make a hundred percent sense. I'm fine with, you know, right. there being ambiguity and, and unanswered questions and that kind of thing. But I did feel like I needed a little bit more, um, from this. There were some, there were some, you know, some of the videos like, you know, the sort of home, home movie footage stuff may have been in there to provide kind of a clue that someone more in the know would be able to pick out. Um, but my first time through, I was kind of like, all right, what are we doing here? Why are we, why are we watching this? You know? Yeah. Um, you know, and so it, 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 things like that kind of took me out of it. And I, and I found myself at times being like, I'm not sure what I'm watching or why. Um, a couple of things that I'll say is, you know, I thought that this might be the first movie I've seen in a while that I felt real, like physical anxiety, like, you know, the, the, <laughs> the, 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 the creatures in there, they're the skinwalkers, right? Is that sort of what they're called in the lore of um, the back rooms? 
He, he does have a name for it. That's what one of my kids said: is that they're skinwalkers and they like okay. they can make like human sounding sounds, but then they just want to find you and eat you or something like that. Um, right. That's, but you know, yeah, the, I, yeah. Again, that's one. <laughs> yeah, that's one. That's one. One piece version of that, that, that exactly that yeah, somebody yeah, has yeah. gone with, right? So, like, you know, the the scenes that was, you know, where those beings showed up and, you know, it was like one guy with a camera and he's, you know, running from them. Like, I think he did a, you know, uh, uh, Kane Parsons, I think he did a great job of building that tension. And, you know, I, I felt it within my body, just this, like, anxiety building and then once it happened you know um very viscerally um uh, feeling that so i thought i think he deserves a lot of credit for you know the way that he was able to uh develop that um and 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 as as a viewer you know um uh, feeling that so i i you know it does feel like this movie belongs in the the genre of horror um as well as found footage, because so much of it's, you know, kind of in that sort of found footage, um, uh, guys. Um, but all that oh, yeah. said, and I think he deserves a lot of credit for that. All that said, I did find myself at the end of this feeling like I'm not sure what I watched and I, I'm not sure, um, what I'm meant to take away from this. I'm not sure if it's finished, um, you know, and, right. and it, I, yeah. It definitely feels unfinished mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Um I I I will admit I I don't know if I like <laughs> I didn't like it either. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I mean I, I I mean I didn't pick it cuz I was like I you know I thought I wanted to talk about it and yeah. kind of like you know have your take and you know have mm-hmm. a, have a have a discussion on on this th- something because i'm so in love with the idea of it like sure. it's just like a different way of telling a story but here's here if here's my my one critique mm-hmm. of of story of, of if you tell me a story <laughs> mm-hmm. um and and why good horror will work is that there 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 is there's there's no protagonist for us to yes, kind of experience correct. the story through right right right, right. I've, i have no human point of reference that i'm like okay this is this this is the person that i identify with experiencing these things and i you know by mm-hmm. by you know proxy um am you know i i i you know because like for me the backrooms idea is so intriguing you know whether mm-hmm. he did it this way or another way just the just the idea of a space that just feels off and it's familiar but not and that mm-hmm. that actually does that that actually i have a, a an emotional sort of reaction to that um but i think in order to do that really effectively you have to have a person who is also feeling that way mm-hmm. um so i could see you know splicing together some of those weird little <laughs> those informational videos and other things and still in the same kind of format that he does it but mm-hmm. but it's difficult to get engaged when there's not like there's one person you know a researcher explorer whoever 
who's experiencing all this stuff. You know, like for instance, we had we have we have a few different. We had like Marvin. Um, we had the found footage one, found footage two. So we had mm-hmm. actual people, but they're in and out. Yep. Um, I have no emotional investment with right. them, um, and I think that's where the story becomes. Um, not as engaging as it could be. So on the one hand, I was like, this is a super cool idea. And, I, and, and it's exciting to see someone really push the boundaries of how we understand um, a narrative. But the question what? for me is, did it work or not? I, yeah. I don't know. So I have a question for you. Were you familiar with the background, the backrooms uh, sort of mythos before seeing this? Or was this your introduction to it? No, I, I, I was, I was, yeah, I, I was really interested in this, um, like, like a year before this series or this series of films came out, it was already on my radar and it was like, uh-huh. I liked it because, um, I, I think I said in the beginning, it, it, it put like, like a, um, like a word or a, it just, it, 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 it it put um, a label to something mm-hmm. that I I, I, I I didn't exactly know what yeah. it was. I, I always called it lim- a liminal space mm-hmm. is how I always... Mm-hmm. I thought about it that way for, for, for years. In fact, one right. of the, the scariest books I have ever read, um, and I have not read anything that creeped me out more, was <laughs> House of Leaves, mm, which I have not read that. basically in the book, the book too is like a totally disjointed, like, crazy story kind of like this in a way in Mm -hmm. book form um where they explore they explore essentially the back rooms it's not Mm -hmm. called that um but they 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 do a lot of the same steps and i don't know if he got you know um if he knows of the book or was inspired by or whatever but so there's already in my idea that this is this kind of a dreadful thing Mm -hmm. um and then i found um I don't know, just (laughs) going through YouTube crap and then seeing that this was the most popular of all of these. There's a lot of them out there. Mm -hmm. They all look pretty much, I think they're kind of all based on his stuff. Mm -hmm. I think he was the first one to do this. So that's, I did know of the lore. And the way he did it too was a little different than maybe I thought about it. Mm -hmm. Um, But but he tried to put like like a a story structure to this so that was the first he was the first person i knew that tried to make it into like a like like more than just like a one-off experience of the backrooms trying to trying to tell like like a history of it almost um you know so yeah that's my background to the (laughs) backrooms you know the reason i asked the question was because so i was not exposed to the the lore um in advance and I think we kind of alluded to this at the beginning, uh, in that you've done a lot of research, I've done none. Um, watching this did not make me interested in the lore. It did not make me want to go out and uh, yeah, uh, do enough. you know yeah. do that do that research. So, you know, I, and I wonder about you know something like this, which is, you know, it's like. It, it, 
it's so interesting to me in our kind of internet culture that we have today. If you think about memes, right? It's like, right. If you don't know where the meme started, you miss <laughs> most of the joke, right? Oh, totally. <laughs> you know, if not all of the joke. Um, oh, and, yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of stuff like that for me. Yeah, yeah, and and so like for me, this felt a little bit like looking at a meme that I have no idea where it started, why it's so mm-hmm. funny, why the, the layering <laughs> right. of the different things is important and, uh, and that kind of thing. And I felt a little bit coming away from it, which was, okay, well, I did that. Now what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so two things there is that one, yeah, exactly. Like if is, in my opinion, is this a you know, is this a good representation of what is interesting to me about the back rooms? Sure, sure, sort of. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could totally see why. Well, if that's just not something that like I have, I'm curious about, or like, you know, I I could see why. Yeah, it's like okay, I don't, you know, is is there enough there to kind of grab somebody who you know mm-hmm. is is you know, I, I, yeah, I, I can totally see why maybe this, this is one interpretation and execution of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so my, my, two, my, my first, so my first reaction was like, oh, cool. Somebody made like a movie right. about this. And right. then I watched it and I thought, well, this is a very clever way mm-hmm. to do it. But unless, you know, and even if you're even if you're willing to go to the extent that I did, I could probably now write a dissertation, a crappy one, but um, about this and whether yeah. or not it was worth it, uh-huh. um, you know, yeah, maybe. but it's 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 like, yeah, so a part of part of me is rooting for him, right? To say, like, you know, keep 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 at it, you I, know, keep, keep I think keep expanding the idea of filmmaking. I think I, I, I will absolutely 100% agree with that sentiment. I think that, you know, this is a very talented person who, you know, has been able to do this on, you know, predominantly their own. I don't know if there are other folks that helped, um, but, you know, this is clearly someone who is set about to sort of try and tell this story or explain it and, um, you know, dive into the kind of the, the lore behind this. And I think there are a lot of moments of real brilliance in this. Again, I'll, I'll say it like as someone who, you know, was coming into this, not knowing what any of that background lore was and feeling sort of like, you know, at times, what am I watching? What's going on? Um, he was still able to evoke real physical anxiety and fear in some of these things. So this, this person, I almost said this kid, uh, I'll say kid cause yeah. I'm in my forties and he's, <laughs> yeah, well, he's, he's very old, much old enough to be our son. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, <laughs> this kid's got talent. Um, and it could, you know, and who knows what else he's, he's got, on the back burner or, or vision, you know, envisions around this. It, to me, it feels unfinished. Um, and I would like to see it finished. Um, or it could be a thing, you know, who knows how people get started in, you know, filmmaking, right? Like this could be the kind of thing where if, if, if this is his passion and he wants to, 
keep making films, you could almost come back to this and say, like, these are the gems in the storyline, and I'm going to reassemble this and sort of create it from yeah. the beginning, where you do have more of, you know, your standard sort of protagonist and the, and the, and the storyline and that kind of thing. Um, so it, it, I guess, to me, it feels like, what does he want to do with it? Um, and what he wants to do with it may just be to release a few more videos that feels like it sort of fully fleshes out the, the arc or do something different. I don't know, but, um, I think there's, there's talent here. Um, I just think it needs, it needs something that helps someone who doesn't understand the lore to get engaged, you know, right. um, that's kind of how I felt, um, coming into it. Um, all right, Chris. Well, in a movie that's basically a bunch of short films, uh, what was your <laughs> right. what was your key scene, or it could even be just what was your key short film in this collection? Yeah, and, and to me, the logical choice um, and the one that I do think was it's the the keystone to the whole movie is mm. is the one called Found Footage, which is the first yeah one that he that he he released. Mm-hmm. It has like over forty million views or something like oh, that. Oh wow! Um, yeah, I mean, it, uh, which really surprised me when I saw. Mm-hmm. Like, is that right? Because, <laughs> um, yeah, it was. It's evidently very popular. Yeah, and it it, it really puts all kind of the lore in place. It yeah. doesn't talk. Yeah. A, you know, it it hints at the fact that there is um, that something has been. It seems constructed for something. You know, it's just, you know, that's, that's a mystery that kind of gets, it's still, it's not really answered in the movie, Mm -hmm. but it introduces that idea. Obviously it introduces the idea that there's, there's, there's something in there. Right, right. Yeah. Trying to get you. And that the whole idea of like no clip, um, no clipping, I don't know what, I don't know how to say it, but anyway, that, 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 that's how you enter into this 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 dimension and the other part is that 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 there's this time gap so Mm -hmm. it seems like he was in there for maybe a few hours and yet years have passed between when he entered and um you know when when the when the footage was when when the footage fell to earth Mm -hmm. um and that that so so that kind of to me is it's 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 a good primer uh, Mm -hmm. to to what this is and then yeah. everything everything seems to be built around that that right. idea so th- right. the idea is that there's that this is a dreadful place and and one that you don't want to be in yeah yeah exactly do you yeah. know if um one of the people so i i agree with you i think that i when when we when i got to that point that felt like okay this is this is this feels like the first um yeah, uh, short film that this guy released. Um, do you know if any of the people that you see are Kane Parsons in the in the film? I thought he was the you know, the, the the person. I've seen pictures of him, mm-hmm. and I think you know if he exists, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that 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 is him in the first one. I was um, thinking the same thing because I know this is a young kid, right? How old is he? Like nineteen? So he was seventeen. Good when lord! He, when this this year, so oh I my think God. most of it was done when he was sixteen or seventeen. Oh and a God. lot of it is, and he talks. I, I did. I did listen to this much. Like so, it's a lot of it's just computer generated stuff, right? Right. I right. Mean, there are a few mm-hmm. actors in it. 
Yeah. Um, but most of it, it's like, and the guy asked him like, well, was it just that you were an expert in this and that <laughs> you just decided to do it? He's like, no, if what I did was like, okay, I want to do this how do I learn how to do that? And mm-hmm. that's how he learned the technology. Right. It was basically practical. It's like, wow. I'm not going to sit down and take a workshop and learn mm-hmm. every single nuance of this. Yeah. It's like, no, I want to build this space. What are the steps to do it? So, right. so much of it is just him on his own. You know, he he made, he recorded, you know, and made all the music that we that's hear. That's crazy. Uh, um, and then the the directing and the, and the creation is just one. It's... It, it seems like it's one individual and, and that's and, crazy. And that's, uh, that's pretty cool. I mean, it is. I, I, I think I, it I think is really cool. I think he, he deserves a lot of credit for that. The thing that I loved so much about the scene that you're talking about is that it opens on what seems to be a group of teenage kids making yeah. a movie, <laughs> Just, right? Yeah. Making some, kind of, so, yeah, you exactly. know, something and, that we would have done and did a- do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, when I was in high school, like my friends and I, you know, were playing around with making movies and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. How many same. directors get their start that way? Right. Spielberg yeah. got his start, you know, doing that with right. his neighborhood friends and that kind of thing. Yep. So, yeah, I, 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 but, but I just love the, inclusion of that in the scene as it begins right (laughs) right (laughs) just like all right let's get a wider shot yeah move back move back oh you clipped (laughs) no clipped through the dimensions and now you're stuck in this horrific place so yeah yeah and again you know that is one of the ones that you know there is so much tension in that that scene um as you know the I don't know if we want to call them skinwalkers or whatever they're called, but you know, as it, it becomes evident that there is something else in here. Um, and so, yeah, for sort of your first foray out there, um, uh, well done, uh, for that. So Glenn, I introduced this story because in, for one, I thought it was just a, a different and um, interesting way to tell a story. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that was kind of my, <laughs> my main goal. Um, but in the end, um, does the back rooms, do they save the world? Um, <clears throat> I think that, here's what I think. I think it's close. Okay. Um, I can't, I can't fully come down on yes, but I'll tell you why I think it's close. Um, and the reason why I don't come down on yes is as a complete work. Um, I think there's a lot lacking. Um, there are parts where I'm as a viewer confused and and bored at times, not sure what I'm watching. Mm -hmm. Um, and, I think that there are sort of moments of real brilliance in here, but as a complete work, um, you know, A, it it didn't uh, inspire me to sort of want to go and do more research. Um, (laughs) I kind of, I kind of left it feeling like, is that it? Doesn't feel finished. (laughs) Uh, You know, all of those reasons. I I noticed. (laughs) The thing that I would say is, you know, the, one of the reasons I know you brought this up was, you know, your frustration with filmmaking today and how, you know, 
we don't seem to be getting anything innovative or new out of, you know, Hollywood or even independent, um, is still part of kind of that same system. Um, so while I feel like, you know, as a completely on its own viewing, um, I wouldn't necessarily come back and say, you know, this is something that I would watch again or, um, brings greater meaning. Um, I do think that, you know, the, um, continuing to push against, um, the sort of formulaic studio driven, uh, films that we get, it's either a reboot, it's a Marvel movie, it's a, you know, yep. brain dead, whatchamacallit, you know, um, I applaud anyone pushing against that. And I think this kid, <laughs> sorry for <laughs> continuing to call him a kid, but he's a kid. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shows real talent and, 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 um, you know, and just initiative, just raw initiative to go and take this kind of project on and, and, oh, yeah. I mean, and, and, and try and weave this thing together with, you know, um, uh, his perspective. I think, um, that is to be applauded. And, so I guess maybe here's what I would say. I'm not sure this film saves the world, but I think Kane Parsons may very well save the world. Uh, <laughs> that's what I'll say. <laughs> wow. Hopefully he does. Cause yeah. we need more people like him, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I think that, I think that's, I, I, I don't object to your, <laughs> to your answer um <laughs> i think it's close as well and i'm gonna lean towards the side that it did okay not necessarily for um that i think this story is a perfectly told story mm -hmm. that encapsulates what i would have necessarily wanted but mm -hmm. i mean like this 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 may be you know just just the freedom and like you said, the initiative to go mm -hmm. out and do something like this. Yeah. I mean, I think it shows hope. And and I would have, you know, had had we more time, you know, I, I think it's culturally speaking, we're, we're kind of at like, I don't know, it's a very stale period of yeah. creativity mm -hmm. where you, like you mentioned, it's it's reboots and, yeah. and like using something that was once a cartoon and making mm -hmm. it a live action or, or just... <laughs> Like nostalgia for the sake of like we're out of ideas almost right, it right. feels like and not just filmmaking but like a lot of entertainment right now so yeah. I, to me it was just refreshing and you know it's not perfect mm -hmm. but I, I I'm I'm gonna go if it was you know just over the line <laughs> of that um, <laughs> but but I understand completely what, what, yeah. what where you're where you're coming from on that. So. All right. Well, th this is going to be have. this might uh, this might be our first one where we come down on either sides of those of of, of that line. So, but uh, yeah, I think, you yeah. know where where I'm slightly on one side, you're slightly on the other side, and and you know it's important for us to agree on everything, obviously. So. <laughs> which, which 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 we always do. This is the only time I remember like we've been at odds. Yeah. Never. Never. <laughs> never. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. would you rather um you know there's some obvious 
choices here, but I'm I am going to gear away towards the ways you'll die. Um, <laughs> even, even though I even appreciate those, those that the most fun. <laughs> Because one, I thought, would you rather starve to death or be oh, caught by good the creature? Christ. That was, Thank you very much. For I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to use that one. <laughs> but since, Glenn, you're one of the most scientific and logical and cold-hearted <laughs> people I've ever known, you are, you are in charge Holy of cow. async, all right? Knowing uh-huh. what you know about what we know about uh-huh. the back rooms. Okay. So, do you just shut it down? Yeah. You know, clo- close this knowledge to the world, thinking yep. this is very dangerous. There yep. seems to be a lot of weird stuff going on. Or do you continue to explore and try to control it or understand it? Oh, man, um, that is such wh- a good where question. Do you, where do you side on that? Chris, I, is- I thought, of, <laughs> I, I didn't think about this specific question, but I've thought, about some of that, you know, as a part of this conversation and watching it as well. And, um, I'll just sort of speak through my thinking process here because (laughs) part of me wants to say, you know, this is clearly dangerous. We're putting, putting people in harm's way. We're dealing with things that we don't understand. Um, and therefore, you know, it, it should be, you know, uh, shut down, uh, shuttered, uh, you know, that kind of thing. The other side of me is like, you know, if we don't do it, someone else it will like this, mm-hmm. like with all human discovery, right? It's, it's like, Oh, right. I didn't discover the light bulb, but somebody else did. I didn't figure out how to make an atomic bomb, but somebody else would, <laughs> um, you know, it's, right. it's inevitable right. to a certain extent. Um, and yet part of my, feeling on the way that the async thing happens is you know it seems somewhat to kind of disregard the human casualties involved and the dangers in in favor of commercialism um and how can we (laughs) exploit this but i don't know man there is a part of me that feels like if if that's my job i'm gonna do my job i don't know that that's the an, an admirable part of me but you know um yeah. oh man i think i would keep it going and maybe try and do it in the best way possible but i just don't right. i just don't think you just walk away from that you know it's a thing hmm. it's like you know any discovery you want to know more about it can we can we get OSHA in there? I think we should get OSHA in there <laughs> to to make some regulations around how we deal with it. But um, I don't think I'd shut it down. Um, All right, we'd have to figure out what I mean, to do with the, the skinwalkers. Yeah, I mean it's it's like Primer kind of asked the same question of us, like about the you know uh-huh. what yeah. how they how the two you know the the two characters chose to go about oh God. this so well i don't remember I mean, what, I, what it, my answer was on primer so i might I be inconsistent the question here. was but yeah. no i mean i i think in general it's a question that science um you know scientists are explorers and they want knowledge yeah. and they want to know more but, yeah. and without <laughs> taking into account that there's repercussions for mm-hmm. technology and, and and knowledge and all these things so yeah. it's yeah, yeah you know it, I, I, I think that's a, I think that's an interesting question. I was just um, I I think it's a really I, I don't know exactly what I would do either. 
I think it's <laughs> a really fun. interesting question, and I think it may reveal certain things about me that I'm not comfortable revealing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> So that was my offering, and I understand next week um, there, we have a, a new source to offer us our, our next movie to save the world, maybe. That's right. We have a guest uh, appearing next week. Um, we will be joined by Alicia Dara. Um, she is a mm-hmm. uh, friend of mine over 20 years at this point, uh, as well as, uh, full disclosure, my bandmate um, in the band Diamond Wolf. She is a accomplished artist on her own right, uh, much more so than I am. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, one of the things about Alicia is when we were... Uh, recording or writing songs or or taking a break between things um more often than not we would dip into talking about movies so she is a huge movie fan yeah um and one with uh uh, interesting and uh provocative opinions um so (laughs) i am looking forward to the conversation so the movie that she has chosen is a movie that i have not seen i don't know if you have seen it chris um And I've got a little bit of a setup here that that she provided. So the movie is the 2019 Always Be My Maybe. Have you seen this? No, no, I don't know this movie. All right. Well, let me read the description that she provided. So she says, it is a meaty and delicious rom-com about a chef who finds love (laughs) written by the lead actors and director with a wildly unexpected and brilliant cameo by a major Hollywood star who doesn't mind spoofing his own image in the name of a good comedy. Okay. (laughs) So we are back in the rom-com area. Um, I will say my wife saw this movie. Joe has seen it. Yeah. um, And she liked it. Um, So um, I don't know who the major Hollywood cameo star is, but um, I'm... (laughs) Totally. All right. So, what's it called again? Uh, Always be my maybe. Always be my maybe. Okay. Twenty nineteen. I always love watching a movie for the, you know, recommended, and I've never seen it. And Mm -hmm. um, all right, this (laughs) this should be fun. It will be. I I I look forward to. to going to uncharted waters yep yep (laughs) maybe that's the theme uncharted territory (laughs) all right well folks thank you so much for listening again um uh chris thank you for this unconventional but you know interesting thing to kind of dive into um and i think you know uh, really sort of pushing the boundaries of of what we consider film and filmmaking yeah and, and that kind of thing so um, if you like the show, share it with a friend. That is the most, uh, that's the best way to get the word out. Um, you can always leave us yes, a re- review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you uh, listen to podcasts. Um, and we will be back next week with Always Be My Maybe as the movie and joined by uh, the wonderful and delightful Alicia Dara. Mm-hmm.